Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. It kept getting worse. It kept getting worse. And um, the hospital was doing everything it can. I was doing everything I could. I still am. And um, uh, she just wasn't getting better. Her fever was never cutting from 103, maybe go down to 101.9 with, off, with the meds, and then it immediately spiked back up during the night. She was uh, very uncomfortable. Uh, her lungs were getting worse. Her cough was getting worse. She's been in a in a, a medically-induced coma. Um, since that day, I haven't talked to her, haven't been able to obviously communicate with her. I've just been getting updates on her condition. It's, it's, it's rough. What a day, boys. Mackie and Judd with Rami here on Score North and the Score North app, AM 1500 on the radio. And that voice, that came across late last night, around midnight, I want to say. Carl Anthony Towns posted that video a lengthy video to his Instagram account, and it's the first, it's the first, uh, the first sort of hit home Minnesota athlete tie to coronavirus, saying that his mom is in a medically induced coma, and uh, that she is currently in, I believe, critical condition. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we've had an update throughout the last few hours, but the update locally on top of the Carl Anthony Towns news is just a little bit under two hours ago, Minnesota Governor Tim Walls. Uh, instituted a shelter-in-place order here starting late Friday night around midnight. And we'll go through all of what that means. Kevin Doran from 5 at Witness News, anchor and reporter, is going to join us to go over just all the details of what it means for you guys, the listeners and business people, and what it means for your job, what it means for us at Score North. But uh, every day we've had new news, and, and this has been in some ways the most just craziest two-week period in 20 years in this country, but... When you guys uh, saw the Carl Anthony Towns video come out, and then a couple hours ago saw what was pretty much inevitable, but a shelter-in-place order here starting in a couple of days in Minnesota, what, what was going through you guys' minds? Well, the, the Towns thing, first of all, is heartbreaking. It's super sad, but at the same time, I applaud him. Because he didn't have to do this. He could have tried to keep this quiet, or uh, certainly it's incredibly personal. Your mom, I, I go back to what I said on Ventline and Score North Live, too. Keep in mind, as far as years go, this is a young man. Like, this is not a 35-year-old guy and your parents are sick, and yeah, it stinks, but you're sort of used to it, right? This is, what, a 24-year-old kid, and his mom might be dying? That's very tough, and that is something that 
if he was like, you know, back off, it's personal. I wouldn't blame him one bit. So my first thought was super sad, gut-wrenching, another sign of just how serious this is. Wake up, people, if you don't think that right now. But also good for him because it does make us, I think, all sort of stop and be like, hold on a second, Carl's what? 24, right? So if Carl's 24, mom's probably in her 60s, and we don't consider 60 to be old now. I'm 50. So, and you know, like if you're 62, that's not, well, you're getting old. So I applaud him, and and this is, and it's now become a cliche, but day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, guys, this is as fluid as you can possibly get. Things are changing, and I'm not surprised, but it doesn't make it any easier to watch things fall apart as they do change. Yeah, and when I was watching it, Mackie, I, I got I got emotional. I teared up when he got to the point where he talked about the role of his mom in the family, that she's sort of the center of it. She's the leader of the family because that's very much how, how my family works. You know what I mean? I, I can't imagine what he's going through right now. But the other thing that it does is that it... it the, it it brings the circle a little bit closer. Like I think I think we all on this show have taken this thing pretty seriously from the beginning, and and have done our best to take sensible measures and do our part to to slow this thing and and flatten the curve. But even for me, it becomes that much more real. It becomes a little bit more real when it gets that much closer. And now it's it's somebody prominent in Minnesota who is directly connected to it. And for anybody who wasn't taking it as seriously as they should and maybe not doing what they should or doing their part to to slow this thing down and flatten the curve, maybe like Judd said, seeing Carl Anthony Towns, maybe that maybe it sets in for some people that this this is very real and this is something that's that's very dangerous and the circle closes a little bit closer to us basically basically every day. Yeah. And there and there is a very complicated, difficult, nuanced balance here when it comes to looking out for the health and lives of people from a virus perspective and a pandemic perspective and looking out for the health and lives of people from an economic standpoint because people are losing jobs and people will continue to lose jobs. And yeah. I know that there are... Uh, there are things being worked on at the federal level and at the local level to help people out who aren't either aren't working or and I, I know I've heard from a lot of people who run their own businesses or contractors. What happens to us? Um, let's and there's and there's things we can get into as far as how it impacts what we're doing here at Score North. Uh, but let's talk to somebody here who has had his finger on the pulse here and uh, and and just a TV station that has been all over this here for the last couple of weeks. It's Kevin Doran. He's a reporter. He's an anchor for Five Eyewitness News. He's become a friend of the show here. And Kevin, yep. we've just we're sort of diving into this, and we haven't gotten yeah. into a lot of the details. And we would love, I guess, we would love for you to tell the audience that may or may not have heard the Tim Walls press conference today. What exactly does the shelter in place order mean for Minnesotans? And what can and can't people do over the next two or three weeks or so? Well, uh, that's probably the takeaway from this governor's news conference, Governor Walz's news conference today. By the way, he spoke at a Facebook Live, then the health department uh, experts were out, and then the Minnesota Hospital Association is going to speak in a couple of minutes. So there's a lot of people reacting and, and doing a lot of explaining. And the information is really important here. But 
So he called it a stay-home executive order, and it's basically a shelter-in-place. It'll start this Friday, the 27th, uh, at 11.59. It'll go to April 10th. And really, I think what you're going to notice is we can do go about our daily lives during the day. We can still go get gas. We can go get groceries. We can go to the pharmacy. He encouraged us to do outdoor activities. Uh, but as Rami was just talking about, this social distancing is what's going to slow this curve of infection and slow it down in Minnesota. Um, and so basically, and, and by the way, here's another thing. It's estimated like 75 to 78% jobs in Minnesota are considered critical in- industries as defined by this executive order. So that means a lot of people are still going to be working, many perhaps on reduced schedules or different hours. There will be a sense of normalcy. And what the governor's trying to do is balance, as you mentioned, the the health care needs of keeping Minnesotans safe with our economy. Um, did you guys hear him talk about modeling? Yes. And I'm not talking about the kind of models that Rami likes. I'm talking about, <laughs> <science>. <laughs> I'm talking about scientific modeling. And so ever since this, uh, this pandemic started in China, experts in statistics have been following every country about how they react, what they, uh, how they react to it, how quickly they come out of it. And now what the University of Minnesota has done with specific Minnesota information, they've provided the governor with information that he can make decisions on. And some of the numbers are, are pretty sobering. Uh, 85% of us will experience mild symptoms or already have, and we don't even know it. 15% will require hospitalizations. 5% in the ICUs, and that's what he's really trying to avoid and slow this down because even here in Minnesota, we um, will reach ICU capacity in in six to nine weeks if we do nothing. We, we only have 235 ICU beds in the state, and the modeling shows that if we do nothing, 6,000 people would need those. And, um, and so the idea is to spread it out. He also mentioned today, and this hit home for me, and I know it will for your listeners, that immediately we're starting to work on converting our sports stadiums into possible hospital beds and um, and also hotels into hospitals. They're thinking ahead, and they're trying to get ahead of this thing. But the most sobering thing I think he said today is if we do nothing, 74,000 Minnesotans could die. Jeez. And that's based on the modeling, which so far has proven pretty accurate in other states. So for these next, for the two weeks, starting Friday, um, he wants us all to take this seriously, to practice social distancing. It doesn't mean we're trapped in our homes. That is not what this means. It's personal responsibility. Um, so I know I went on there, but those are kind of the, the main points. And you guys got any questions, I'm ready for anything. Schools are closed till when then? Well, uh, so what schools will practice distance, distance learning, meaning using computers and stuff, now until May 4th. Bars and restaurants will remain closed 
to May 1st at 5 p.m. And it's very important to note, this does not mean their dine-in service is closed. Restaurants and bars are begging you to call and order takeout. That's what's going to keep salaries being paid. Um, so please, if you have a favorite restaurant, order takeout. They're, they're doing it in a million different ways. Some places have curbside pickup. Others, you go up to the door and they hand it to you. Um, so the restaurants are open for takeout, but not to dine in. You mentioned that, you know, folks can go out for a walk. You can go out for a run. You, you can go outdoors. But what are the guidelines that people should be following when, when they do go out and do that? Um, I don't know if you saw the pictures on our news last night. There's a lot of people walking around the lakes in big groups, and it, that does not make sense. you got to separate. It's six feet indoors. It's six to ten feet outdoors. And um, so it's still okay to go out, but avoid the close contact. Stop and talk to people from ten feet away. You know, these are just going to be hopefully inconveniences more than anything. You know, hopefully... You know, nobody in our families gets sick. Um, but according to this modeling, we're going to see, we're going to know people who get sick. Hopefully, they won't require hospitalization. Kevin Doran here with us from Five Eyewitness News on Mackie and Jeb with Rami. And by the way, the Vikings did sign a free agent wide receiver, and we will talk about that in about 10, 15 minutes or so. But we're just trying to, we're just trying to get a download here. We're just trying to get our arms around and our heads around. Uh, just what's happening here in the state of Minnesota and the press conference the Governor Tim Walsh just held a couple hours ago. And I just want to clarify, because I have maybe even mistakenly, I have used shelter in place as sort of a way to explain uh, what may happen and what has happened here. Stay at home is the way that Governor Walls is is phrasing this, Kevin Dorn. What is yeah. the what is the different what what is the difference between what Minnesota is doing and with and and what sixteen or seventeen other states are doing and what is the difference between stay at home and shelter in place, if any? Well, for example, also every state's calling it something a little different. Right, right. You know, Wisconsin's calling theirs different. Um, shelter in place is what we see happening in Italy right now, where people are not leaving their homes, um, and uh, in some communities have. Uh, order, San Francisco has some pretty strong rules right now. New York City has some pretty strong rules where they are actually advising people not to travel. Uh, however, in Minnesota, uh, the governor's calling it stay at home, and he just wants to separate us. So you can go out and do things, but he's relying on us to be responsible, make smart decisions to, again, slow down. By staying at home, his quote was, by staying at home, it will limit the spread of this virus and buy us time to build hospital beds. And that's inevitable. And, and so, uh, you know, we can't all show up at the hospital at the same time. But if we slow this thing down, our health care workers will be able to help us. And um, so that, does that answer your question? Yeah. Um, it, it's not like, don't open your door. Don't open your windows. That's not it at all. It's responsible activity when we are out because we need to get out to support the grocery stores and the mechanics and our gas stations and all those things. The, that will keep the economy moving, you know, so, so uh, we still need to purchase things for our families, and, but do it in a smart way. 
liquor stores open as well, correct? I, I saw that was an immediate question yeah. asked by yeah. asked by a lot yeah. of people, including yeah. me on Twitter. We buried the lead here. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's yeah. not let's not sell yeah. our listeners short and providing this public yeah. service. Yeah. In the Doran House, that's an essential service. And, uh, um, but, Here's but, two yeah, in the Zolgat House. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Wine business um, very important. Uh, also, many liquor stores are delivering now. So if you're not comfortable going out, call up your uh, local liquor store where you do your business, and there's a good chance they'll bring it right to you. Um, you know, again, it's normalcy. It's, it's uh, you know, my wife and I were, went out for a walk this morning, and we were talking about all I've been doing is eating junk food, you know. And I'm just <laughs> like, it's stress eating. And, you know, and so, it, you know, this is going to be our new normal for a while. This is very likely, I'm not saying to stay at home, or this, you know, the governor's uh, stay-at-home order is is going to be in place. He's going to readdress it in two weeks after, you know, it starts this Friday on April 10th. It will go until April 10th and reassess it. New York just extended theirs another week, by the way. I talk, I have some very good friends in New York, and I was just talking to them about how this is impacting them. And theirs is a, theirs is a stay-at-home order. But, but he said, oh, no, we're all, I can still run to the store. I can do all these you know, all these different things that, that I normally do. There's a debate breaking out now, and I'm assuming that this order puts an end to this debate and shuts down golf courses. But is, is golf safe to play? Because golfers are saying, I should be able to go out on the course. This, this doesn't do anything to, to, to spread the disease. We can self-isolate and social distance while playing the sport. What, where do you stand on, on whether or not people should be out on the course, out on the course? Well, Rami, my opinion in this is not important. True. Um, and, um, but to me, it's an outdoor activity. And if you're practicing responsible social distancing, however, I would think I have not seen how golf courses are impacted by this. We're getting a ton of um, emails to the newsroom um, about, well, our golf course is open. I see people out in the golf course. And, and so I would think, again, that's call ahead to your golf course and see how they're handling it. You know, I'm assuming like everything else, they're staggering the number of people who are, are there at any one time. Last night, Metro Transit announced new rules for how many people can be on a certain size bus or how many can be on a, a train. And so I think it's going to be that. But I have not seen anything specific about golf courses. Uh, Kevin, do you have any sports takes before we say goodbye? Any Vikings for agency yeah. takes? Um, well, Any reckless speculation? You, well, you know, and thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> on uh, Saturday night, did you see what the University of Minnesota did? They replayed the Gopher uh, Gator Bowl victory over uh, Auburn. Yeah. And we shared that. That was a lot of fun. And I was still uptight in the third quarter going, when are they going to pull away? Yeah. You know? It was, <laughs> Spoken I like a true Minnesota sports fan, man. Yeah, you're, never, you're never sure. You I, watch those Minnesota sports classics back. And he you're missed like, a field goal this time. Yeah. How'd that happen? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's like, oh, but it was a lot of fun. I am looking forward to hearing you guys talk with a new receiver from the Titans, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it's about all so, we know about uh, it. We'll find out more during the break here. We had to Google them, every one of us. <laughs> but but I also listened to you talk about Carl Anthony Towns and the situation with his mom. And, of course, our prayers go out to his family and the families of everybody else who's impacted by this. And But that really, it does hit home. When you, when you see uh, uh, somebody who's out in the public like that and you understand how it's affecting his family, 
Today, also one other thing, it was announced the range of cases of people who are infected six months to 90 years. So this idea that young people are invincible, it's not true. They got to be smart as well. You know, you don't want to take it home to a family member. So um, anyway, it, this is changing day by day. I never, in a, I've been in journalism like more than 35 years and I'm sitting at and by the way, I'm at home right now because even on the air, uh, KSCP and 45, we're splitting anchor shift. So myself and Lindsey Brown will do the 9 and 10. Paul and Jackie will do the early evening. Matt and Leah, the midday, and Chris and Megan, the early morning. So we're, we're, we're trying to stay apart from each other. Um, and although, just if I could put a quick plug, we have an excellent, dedicated page to the coronavirus for answering all your questions at kstp.com awesome and it, it changes every day and whenever you need me i am happy to come on um and update you guys and of course uh offer reckless speculation about sports right on yeah. I love no we won't do reckless coronavirus <laughs> speculation but, but no we, but we, no <laughs> sports we know no boundaries uh, and i know i said this last week but you guys are providing an important service it's a little bit of a distraction. You've got a great way of, of sprinkling in the serious news of the day with all the other stuff that takes our minds away to happier things. So thank you for what you guys do, too. Kevin, thanks for joining us, man. We'll talk again soon, all right? Okay, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, that's Kevin Doran from 5 Eyewitness News. So if you if you took away nothing from that, just know that the liquor stores are still open, I guess. And delivering? <laughs> no, that, that's breaking news. Yeah, you didn't know about that. I didn't that, know did that. The liquor I, stores, saw, I, I no. saw the look in Judd's eyes. They're delivering? When, when liquor stores have been that. delivering was... for years through, like, Uber Eats and through Amazon Prime. Yeah, but I never before thought I'd have to use that, and now I might. Well, new frontier for Judd Zolgad. My liquor store is doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> I asked last night. I said, things going well? They said, absolutely. Things Sounds are going like well. we have tonight's Mackie and Judd quarantine happy happy hour. We do. It's Judd, of, Judd ordering. Judd ordering. No. Plenty of surly at my house <laughs> right now. Knock on Judd's door in the middle of happy hour. <laughs> and just crates of liquor sh- <laughs> shipped into his front door. <laughs> you should see my refrigerator right now, Rami. Special guest delivery guy. <laughs> yeah. Come on delivery in here. guys with dollies. Just coming through. Where do you want it, Mr. Zolgad? Same place as usual. (laughs) Oh, man. Mackie and Jeb with Rami here, Score North and the Score North app. And at 5 o'clock here, in just under 40 minutes, write that down predictions and an accountability session. We will dive in and we'll keep you posted if you're uh, you're just tuning in. It is. And I I have mistakenly used the phrase shelter in place. I think that's been that's been a phrase that's been used for different states. And a stay at home order is different than a shelter in place order. And I didn't mean to cause any confusion there, but it's a stay at home order. And uh, and you can just go to Governor Tim Wall's Twitter account where he lays out in graphic form everything that people need to know just on the surface level. So we'll come back. The Vikings made a signing. They signed a wide receiver. We'll tell you who it is and what it means and who benefits most from Stefan Diggs. Absence here on Mackie and Joe with Rami. Uh, I'm glad you're still open. Open, open. Helping support our local businesses through the coronavirus crisis. We are open for business. This is open for business. Still open, yeah? Yeah. On Score North. And all week long, we have been highlighting ordinarily businesses that are still open and bringing them to your attention. We want to take a little bit of a different path here 
on this mini episode, and uh, and we want to talk to our friend Jill Ivanichek from Ronald McDonald House. We at Score North have partnered with Ronald McDonald House Charities Upper Midwest to help raise money because right now more than ever we still need to serve meals and provide essentials to families with hospitalized kids at the Minneapolis locations, and that is what Ronald McDonald, uh, Ronald McDonald House. Uh, is all about. And so if you donate money by going to scorenorth.com, keyword donate, scorenorth.com, keyword donate. And thanks to the twins and Luis Arise for kicking in here. Uh, Luis Arise has autographed a jersey, and somebody will win an autographed Luis Arise jersey. But, Jill, the floor is yours. We'd love to just hear more about what the needs are of Ronald McDonald House and what our listeners can help do. Well, thank you so much, and thanks to all your listeners for uh, everything they've done so far for us. You, you just can't even imagine what these families are going through. Their kids are here getting uh, treatment, many to save their lives, uh, while undergoing a pandemic. And they don't have an option. They, their kids are hospitalized. They're in the middle of their treatment. And uh, they're staying with us here at Ronald McDonald House in Minneapolis, over on Oak Street and at Children's Minneapolis as well. So um, with the pausing of our volunteer program, and we have about 10,000 volunteers that work with us annually that help us do meals and all cleaning and all kinds of things. We have a K-12 through school here as well. We're really relying now on what is our essential staff to make sure that our families are fed and that they're safe and they're taken care of and we're following all the protocol to try to make this hopefully just a blip in their life rather than, um, you know, something that they look back on as a, as a sad time. Yeah. So, I mean, when, how have things changed in terms of just the mechanics of how you operate and how you serve these kids and these families? You said, obviously, you're following all the protocol, but I would think that uh, within following all the protocol, it's just a different way of operating compared to, say, a month ago or a year ago. That That's true. You know, we um, we love our Cooks for Kids program. We have... Um, over the course of, of a year, hundreds of groups that come in and make meals. Uh, they make uh, dinner every night plus brunch on the weekend. And so since now that is gone, not only do they make the meals, they supply the food. We've, uh, we've been reaching out for food donations from our partners at Cargill and Cisco and our staff um, are the ones who are making the meals moving forward. And we tried to increase the number of meals because our families don't have an option of going out to eat anymore. Their directive is that they can stay here and go to the hospital and that's it. So we really are a lifeline for them and we're really focused on making sure that they have good food. And um, so in order for us to do that, we are looking for financial donations and we also have an Amazon wish list uh, on our website that we is up to date to the minute of things that we need, and um, you know we're we're got a great team here of people who really care about others and are rolling their sleeves up and doing what they can. And uh, and, and and from the Score North perspective, you can go to scorenorth.com keyword donate just to make it super easy for all you listeners out there. Scorenorth.com keyword donate, and whether it's five dollars or five hundred dollars, it. It really doesn't matter. We we need donations for Ronald McDonald House, and as Jill has mentioned, it's it's families dealing with with children's health crisis. It's it's overnight accommodations, complimentary meals, fully stocked pantries, laundry. Even um, there's all kinds of things that that families and kids need right now. So scorenorth.com keyword donate. And Jill, any final words for for the audience and for the cause here? Well, 
Well, I just uh, wish everybody well as we go through this. And there's not a better community to be in than Minneapolis-St. Paul in the state of Minnesota. And we will all come through this together, hopefully better. And um, thank you for, for everything and for thinking of these folks whose lives are completely turned upside down in so many ways. I, I can't even put my arms around it. Yeah. Jill, thank you for joining. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. That is Jill Ivanichek from Ronald McDonald House. And again, we are Luis Arise has been great. He has uh, his favorite charity is the Ronald McDonald House. And so um, he will donate an autographed jersey to somebody who who donates money through scorenorth.com. Keyword donate. We'll come back. We'll talk Vikings. The Vikings signed a wide receiver and we'll get to our write that down predictions and an accountability session in about 30 minutes from right now here on Mackie and Judd with Rami from the TCL studios. And whether it's getting our news updates or just trying to be entertained during this crazy period these last couple of weeks, TCL is uh, is at the center of everything here at Score North. TCL is America's fastest-growing TV brand, and you can find TCL TVs. Well, I was going to say inside any major local retailer, which ordinarily you can. You can also find them on the local retailer websites target.com for instance and you can scroll through internet searches and find all kinds of rave reviews about tcl tvs from usa today's wired or pc net um, you name it so tcl offers 5,000 streaming channels and 500,000 tv shows and movies which if you are staying at home as governor walls has recommended and ordered as of a couple hours ago then you're going to want all kinds of entertainment options, and TCL TVs are definitely your friend during this time. Quick thank you to DennisKirk.com for supporting Score North and and Mackie and Judd with Rami. It's obviously crazy times right now, but one thing you still can do is get out and ride, and the weather seems to be telling us it's time to get you and your motorcycle ready for this year's riding season. DennisKirk.com is a Minnesota-based worldwide retailer of parts, accessories, and apparel for avid bikers of all kinds. Whether you ride a Harley, cruiser, sport bike, dirt bike, or any other type of motorcycle, they have what you need. Over 160,000 products in stock and ready to ship today. DennisKirk.com not only offers a huge in-stock selection, but also guaranteed best prices, fast same-day shipping, and a satisfaction guarantee. They truly are the best in the business. Order by 8 p.m. and get it tomorrow. $89 orders ship free, and they pay return shipping on helmets and apparel products. DennisKirk.com. Order today. Get it tomorrow. Jonathan here with the Score North download. The American Red Cross is facing a severe blood shortage due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Healthy blood and platelet donors are asked to give now. Donating blood is safe and can help save lives. Please schedule an appointment by calling 1-800-RED-CROSS or visit scorenorth.com keyword red to learn more and sign up to give blood. All Over at scorenorth.com right now, we've got Matthew Collar's reaction to the Vikings signing ex-Titan wide receiver Tajay Sharp as well as Judd Zolgad's reaction to Mel Kuyper's mock draft 3.0 in which he has a which he has the Vikings taking a wide receiver and a defensive end with their two first round picks. That's all over at scorenorth.com and the scorenorth mobile app and it's all completely free so go check it out. That's been your scorenorth download now back to Mackie and Judd with Rami. All right, gentlemen, the Vikings have signed a wide receiver, Tajay Sharp, six foot two, 194 pounds, previously with the Tennessee Titans. He was a fifth round pick in the 2016 draft. 
out of Massachusetts. He played college football at UMass. And his first year was his best year statistically in the NFL, just based on catches and yardage. He caught 41 passes for 522 yards in 2016. Last year was his best year in terms of catch percentage and yards per reception, but he just wasn't targeted nearly as often. He only had 25 catches, 35 targets for 329 and four touchdowns. So this is just another capable body in the mix. He is not Stefan well, Diggs. Stefan who? Body being the key word. I'm sorry, Stefan who? He's a body. He's it's a the body. Tajay Sharp era, guys. Come on. It might have to be. Hey, wait, wait, guys, guys, guys. Do not, do not sell short the uh, subsequent move then that the Vikings made later on in the day, signing defensive end Anthony Zettel, Z-E-T-T-E-L, who had six and a half sacks in 2017 for the Lions, but has not picked up a sack since in uh, time with the Browns and the 49ers. All right? They're cleaning up. Just back off. All you guys, all you do, I just got this tweet, defend the Twins. Every time they sign one guy, you get all excited about the Twins. And when the Vikings make the make the big signings like Tajay Sharp and Anthony Zettel, it's not praised correctly. Why can't you guys ever praise the Vikings? It is hilarious. Like the, I just the, got that tweet. The point that, but the point that you just brought up, all right? <laughs> People savage the Twins when they make bargain bin signings. When the Twins go out and grab Tyler Clippard to be their seventh-inning reliever, or they signed Marwin Gonzalez as a utility guy a couple years ago to a three-year contract. Yep. People tee off on the Twins. Why don't you go make an actual signing? Why don't you? Why don't you pull out the checkbook, Polads? Right. Yep. yep. And the Vikings get into free agency, and I know that there's a salary cap in football, and so even if even if the Wolves wanted to spend thirty million dollars, so maybe I'm answering my own question, but like. Isn't there better use of some of that salary cap space? Like I would, if, like if you have a legit shot at Trent Williams and you are eating up some of your salary cap for like number three wide receivers that could land you Trent Williams, then I would think that that's a bad strategic move. Um, I'm going to trust that the Vikings know where they're at with Trent Williams in those discussions, but it sounds is funny. Like he wants a, it sounds like he wants a boatload, right? And he should. I read like, that today. He probably should. This is probably the last huge contract he sure. has a chance to sign, but. Uh, or maybe he has to do a prove-it year or something. I don't know. But it is funny that the Vikings get a free pass every time they sign one of these guys. Like, they sign Visante Shanko, and it's like, oh, like we just give him the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, guys like that all the time, just scrappy. Hey, guys. But, yeah. I just opened Tajay Sharp's Twitter. Okay. Some oh. pretty ominous stuff here. Oh, no. Some somewhat ominous stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> we better send it to the Tajay Sharp Cryptic tweet alert desk now, with Robbie was, this, was pre, this was pre-Viking Eeyah! signing. I just want to make that clear. Right? This was all pre-Viking signing. Uh, a couple of tweets that come off ominous to me. He says, uh, this was on March 16th, so just over a week ago. No matter how much you do for them, they don't give a F about you. That was one. And then on March 21st, he uh, tweeted, Many are called, but few are chosen. Pray your hands emoji. That's a that's also a song lyric. So we're See, that's allowed to figure Stephon out. Diggs yeah. tweeted that never stopped us before. It's <laughs> ominous. It's ominous. What was the first context. one that you read? Uh, no matter how much you do for them, they don't give a f about you. That a lyric as well? Probably. It might be. Probably. But it's how we felt about the Titans. He right? did have a good point on March seventeenth when he said, "But why we just now started making it important this important to wash our hands and take care of our health? That's supposed to be emphasized from day one." 
Amen. So he's Amen, a clean Tajay dude. Sharp. Yes. So he's going to come in with sanitary wipes and all that good stuff. Okay. Good for him. What was the tweet about? No matter how much you do for them, they don't give it. They don't give a f about you. Did you find that? My question back to Tajay would be: How much did you really do for the Titans? <laughs> The answer would be not very much, but I believe if you go back, so Declan Declan went back and found this today. I believe if you go back through his game logs, I think he played against the Vikings in the season opener in 2016 and appeared to have a very good game against now former Viking Trey Waynes. That would have been his rookie, that would have been that his been, first ever NFL game. That was the Sean Hill game, right? That's right. There was a Sean Hill game. All right. There was a, he ended up on the injury report after the Vikings won and he didn't get hurt. Oh, That's so, how old he was. So Tajay Sharp... This is this is me finding out in real time who Tajay Sharp is. By the way, uh, he he must have like torn his ACL and missed the entire 2017 season. Yeah, right, that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Phil, and I'm finding out who the Vikings free receiver is in real time. You right know now. what? Sorry, I've been dealing. He's I've been, Tajay Sharp. I've been dealing with how to keep score north afloat during these coronavirus times. You know I'm what? Sorry. If you had if you had sat on your butt all day and done nothing, you still would have no idea who Tajay Sharp is until you walked in here and googled him. So so Tajay Sharp in his first ever NFL game was targeted 11 times, had seven catches for 76 yards in that loss to the Vikings. There you go. And uh, that was that was the Tajay Sharp You guys game. want some more ominous tweets from Tajay Sharp? I've been going through the timeline. He's repl- I love how he's replacing Stefan Diggs in more than one way. He's already proving to be valuable. <laughs> Just March wait. 1st. Yep. Never let your competition take your heart. Hmm. I don't know, man. February 24th. Sounds like he might... Skip a couple practices in week two. February 24th, I'm feeling wavy as ever. <laughs> wavy? Wavy. Oh, uh, February 22nd, as long as everybody play their position, we gon' score. Uh, February 20th, would you show love? Don't expect to get it back. Wow. This guy's deep. Cryptic tweet wide receivers. Minnesota Vikings. And cryptic. You know what this this reminds me of, gentlemen? This reminds me, I'm, I'm going back right now to look up the guys who caught passes for the Vikings in 2006. I feel like, Phil, we're going back there, don't you? Don't you feel like we're... No, not with Adam Thielen on the don't roster. Don't you feel like we're going back... You can't say that with Adam Thielen on the roster. Except he'll be he'll be doubled, so you, you'll have guys with uh, reception totals like Bethel Johnson. Yeah, but if he's doubled, at least guys, there will Travis be somebody Taylor. open. There were guys open at that time, too. Marcus Robinson, Billy McMullen. But if you were to put... Okay, let's take... What are you on? The 2006 Vikings? Yes. All right, go through that list again. I just closed it. Oh, it well, so you so said ugly. Billy McMullen, Billy McMullen Marcus Travis Robinson, Taylor. They also had Bobby Troy Wade Williamson. in 2007. Yeah, Bobby Wade came along. This guy, if, this guy might be uh, a Bobby Wade type. But if you put Adam Thielen on those teams... You wouldn't you wouldn't be ranking that wide receiver group at the number one spot in the NFL, but you would say, well, they have Adam Thielen, and then like Bobby Wade's their number two guy, so it's not super ideal. It's not a yeah, train wreck. I'm, v- I'm very curious to see how Thielen fares without Diggs. I think he'll be good. I'm very curious to see just how good he I'm is. I'm curious though. to see how everybody on that offense who benefits from Fair. having Stephon Diggs on the field is going to fare without him out there, starting with Kirk Cousins. But then Thielen, Dalvin Cook... I think I think Stephon Diggs took a lot of attention away from the line of scrimmage. Irv Smith yep. and Kyle Rudolph and what it's going to do to the tight ends who are going over the middle of the field because he's not taking the attention to the sidelines. I mean, it has an impact. It has it has a ripple effect, I think, through the offense. Short-term question. Do you guys think, so I'm talking about for 2020, not beyond. Do you think right now, if you could go get a, a another wide receiver who is a legitimate known threat 
uh, to pair with Thielen for Cousins or left tackle. What helps Cousins more immediately? Because I obviously would take a left tackle just to get him the protection. But if we're talking just for 2020, what would be the short-term boost, do you guys think? I think it's a left tackle at this point. I don't think you're going to out... I don't think you get. I don't think your offense becomes a top five offense by out weaponizing at this point. I think. I think you have to out block and out protect. I think it all starts there. And and I do think there's half a chance if we could snap our fingers and just put a top five offensive line in front of Kirk Cousins. I think there's half a chance that you'd start to see some of these nondescript guys like a Tajay Sharp or a BC Johnson. Actually, put together a pretty big season. Not the not because I think it'd be more like the Sidney Rice effect, but it'd be the offensive line and the quarterback making the Pro Bowler instead of, uh, you know, instead of instead of the quarterback like Brett Favre did in two thousand nine. What do you think, Rami? Would you rather have the wide receiver or the left tackle? I mean, looking at at the crop of talent that's out there at those two positions. I think the best player you can get at this point, whether it's via free agency or trade, is Trent Williams. And he probably makes a bigger impact than any wide receiver who you can get out on the market, especially after Robbie Anderson was signed by Carolina yesterday. He was probably the best wide receiver and especially deep strike wide receiver who could replace some of the impact that a Stephon Diggs would bring. So at this point, I think the guy who can make the most impact, whether it's, like I said, via free agency or via trade, is Trent Williams, but I, I I still don't know that that solves the problem of what I was just talking about and the ripple effect of Stephon Diggs in this offense. Yeah. So the other interesting nugget that has sort of come out today, and it, it started off with all of the news from earlier the week uh, of, of Bill O'Brien and the conversations that he had with uh, DeAndre Hopkins that were out of bounds, and some of it may be true, some of it may not be. I think what is true and obvious is Deshaun Watson's not thrilled. Speaking of cryptic tweets, look at that guy's timeline this yeah, week. And I don't blame him. And Those Desha- were song lyrics, too, but song lyrics with a meaning behind them. For Drake, De- right? For Deshaun Watson, yes. I saw that. Look at you. Look at you, Drake. I read it was Drake, but it was good stuff. Don't tell people that. It, it's good stuff. Just act like you're hip. Just, that's my guy, Drake. You know, like, Just drop Rami, that in there. That's there's a lot boy. of things I, I can act, and people might buy it. <laughs> Acting like I'm hip. Gonna fall short. You're like you're like a Bob Saget in Full House, where he tries to be hip and cool. Yeah, exactly. And really, he's just uh, what was what was the phrase like spick and spam or something like that. I don't remember, I'm, a, it was. I'm a combination of Bob and Dave Stiff. Coulier. <laughs> you are kind of. You love hockey, but you're. Uh, What's Dave Coulier saying? Dave, Cut it out. Yeah. yeah. By the way, great website to go to. Same pick of Dave Coulier, everyday.com. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. I went and looked at it, and yeah, it's exactly that. It's the same it's pick the same of Dave Coulier. It's the same picture Coulier. of Dave Coulier posted once a day for some reason. There's also men who look like Kenny Rogers.com. Rest who's, in peace, Kenny who's Rogers. Paying, Kenny. Who's paying for that domain? Who's paying for a web domain just to post a picture of the same picture Dave Coulier. of Dave Coulier? Probably Dave mean, Coulier. The, the domain is like 12 bucks a year. Totally worth it. I think probably to keep the website alive and hosted, it might be another 50 bucks a year. <laughs> totally worth it. Totally. Are you doing it? I am not. <laughs> Sounds I like am, it might be bad. I, I am, I am happy to pay that. Webmaster Mackey of same pick of Dave Coulier, everyday.com. No, yachtrocklifestyle.com. That <laughs> that my website. Right? Yes. Yeah, you got beat to that one. But uh, Deshaun Watson, there's all kinds of trade rumors floating around, and this is where, like, as soon as that started to happen, if I am if I am Texans ownership, I was going to say Texans front office, but Bill O'Brien is the Texans front office and the yes. coach. Just say goodbye to Bill O'Brien. Like what? 
is there any logical reason for why you would ever keep Bill O'Brien over Deshaun Watson? But if they decide that, well, I guess uh, we're committed to Bill O'Brien and this thing's just not going to work, these are the types of opportunities. Judd and I were just kicking this around before the show. Like These are the types of opportunities why I don't like locking in the 12th best quarterback in the NFL to a $30 million contract because stuff like this pops up every year. Oh, Tom Brady's available. Oh, Deshaun Watson's available via trade. And you've locked into something that isn't needle-moving. So... If somebody winds up trading a couple first-round picks for Deshaun Watson, I don't think it's going to happen. Vikings could have been in there. I'd call them right now, and I would offer both my first-round picks. I would offer a third-round pick. I would offer another pick. I would say, what do you want? And then what do you do with uh, Kirk Cousins' contract? I can get out. Well, it, it's, you can't not. You're, I don't, you're locked in now. I don't like it, but I I am locked in for two more years. How, how long is Deshaun Watson locked into his rookie contract? Um, I think another two, two years. years. Yeah, because they can exercise the fifth okay. year option I'm, on the deal. I'm locked in for two more years of Cousins. Here, here's my question: When Cousins signed the extension, did that void the 2020 no trade clause? Collar thinks it did. I, I it was a three year no trade clause, but then he signs the extension. But does his? Oh, because of the. I was going to say, does it does it affect this year of his contract? It does because does. he restructured. Yes. In which case... The no-trade clause might be out. I think we know that there's for sure no no-trade clause on the last two years. Would they? But here's the thing. like They would never turn around and just trade him right after he signs a three-year contract. There's well, no way. Well, Rick Spielman wouldn't. But let's just say Rick refused to do it. And let's say I was the Wilson. and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're going to turn around and trade Kirk Cousins weeks after you signed him? No. Reckless speculation. The first thing I'm going to do is fire the GM... And then have the new GM turn around and try and move Cousins while I go get Deshaun Watson. Can you imagine if you got Deshaun Watson? Can you imagine what that solves here? Oh my God! Of course, <laughs> it would be the quarterback you've been looking what for it solves for... in like twenty six cities, Judd. Uh, twenty six, right? 26, which is why, which is why I cities. just fired a GM to make this move possible right. for my team. But to, okay, to carry out this hypothetical. So you also ridiculous. you also had to be notified as the owner that the general manager was going to sign Kirk Cousins to a ninety million dollar essentially three year deal, right? Ninety nine million. Well, it was a couple weeks years. ago. Things change. <laughs> That's old news, as Denny calls it. That's old news. But like this is why. I, but I'm with you. This is why saying. it doesn't. It just I don't, not to keep belaboring the point, but I just this is why I don't love the Kirk Cousins three year contract because options pop up. Tom Brady pops up. There's also dudes like you could have gone year to year with the next Kirk Cousins, so, you know? Here's my problem going back to a a realistic conversation of the situation. Here's what I don't get. Here's why the Cousins thing perplexes me so much. Take away the Cousins extension and a lot of what they've done makes sense. Yeah. They are jettisoning older players who fans like, but it's football. You pull the plug on those guys constantly and, and in fact in some cases they are probably a year too late on pulling the plug. So here's what I here's what confuses me. If everything was to make sense, let's say Cousins is allowed to go into the third year of that contract, okay? You therefore don't you don't renegotiate his contract. You therefore don't get the extra ten million dollars that you got in salary cap space for twenty twenty. But you're letting guys go, and I get that. And it's not like you go you went into the free agent market and made this huge splash, right? So if they were to still be salary cap strapped even worse than they are currently, they can sign less guys, but they're jettisoning some guys and basically telling Kirk, we're going into 2020, let's see how it goes. Let's ride this out. That would make a lot more sense than this. 
You freed up ten mil in cap space to do what? To franchise Anthony Harris, who I like, but if he left, you'd get a third round pick in two thousand twenty one. That's why the cousins thing is so confusing. It's not like you freed up ten million in cap space and you're making all these great moves. You're really not. The story still has a chapter or two though. If sure. if if signing Kirk Cousins to a deal brings in Trent Williams because you needed the extra ten million to get a couple little pieces here and there, like a number two, number three wide receiver. You know, if if they wind up with Trent Williams out of this and they say, This is what we wanted all along. We're good with Kirk Cousins for a few years as long as there's a franchise left tackle and uh as long as there's the ability to at least bring in a bunch of high draft pick blue chip caliber players in the first and second round. Like I'm okay with it then. If they don't wind up with a big time trader free agent, then I'm left to sit here and say I like I would have been I would have been more aggressive one way or the other instead of riding the middle. But let's just say that they could have allowed Cousins go to go into the last year of that contract, not gain the cap space, and because of that Harris walks and you get a compensation pick third round 2021. So he's gone. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I just I'm, I'm with you, Judd. The Deshaun Watson thing you. drives me right now crazy. Because Phil's right there. This these are the opportunities that can present themselves that can solve the the uh, conundrum and the question of the most important position I think probably in sports. It's called quarterback li- liquidity. Yeah. You don't want to you don't want to lock all of your your entire ability to pivot from one quarterback to another. There's like five quarterbacks at any given time that make sense to just lock into for a long time. The other ones, don't be afraid to lose them. Oh my god, what if what if what if he leaves and what if okay, well then like the Bears made the playoffs with Trubisky and the Vikings made the playoffs with Ponder and like like really the None of them are winning the Super Bowl with you're not winning the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins in a flawed roster anyway. So like, why are you spending thirty million on it? And so I know we just come back to the same. I, I do have a question for you guys. Just circling back to the Tajay Sharp signing. So you have more on Tajay Sharp? No, it's. I feel like it's always going to come back to Tajay Sharp. Me? It's less Tajay Sharp and more lack of Stefan Diggs is what I want to circle back on. Gotcha. Here, all right. So you've got here are your weapons right now. Your skill position players, and we're going to assume that Dalvin Cook is not holding out for. Like, let's just assume that Dalvin Cook is back, however that works out. Uh, new contract, whatever. You've got Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph, Irv Smith, B.C. Johnson, Chad Beebe, and, and Tajay Sharp all sort of vying for other wide receiver reps, right? How would you rank those players in order of how important they're going to be in 2020 to the success of the Vikings offense? <sighs> Give me the list one more time. Just want to make sure I have everybody right. So Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. St- uh, wow. Old habits die hard. <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Uh-huh. Irv Smith. Kyle Rudolph. B.C. Johnson. Chad Beebe. Tajay Sharp. And this is in a perfect world. Everybody's healthy and everything is, is running as should be. Dalvin Cook is the most important player on your offense now. Now that Stephon Diggs is gone. Then it's Adam Thielen who's going to have to sh- uh, step up and show that he can put up number one receiver type of numbers without Stephon Diggs opposite him. And I've seen the numbers of Adam Thielen in games where Stephon Diggs was out for whatever reason, and and they're pretty good. So maybe he can do it. And then after that, I think you need to see a second-year jump from Irv Smith. Yep. I think that's a guy who they drafted last year thinking he could be a weapon in the offense. You almost never see that 
in in a rookie year for really most NFL players, but especially for tight ends. And I think you you see his targets go up this year, and and potentially his his overall production go up this year. I think he he might be the one who sees the majority of the targets that were going Stephon Diggs' way in the past. Sneaky guy, I think, who's going to be the potential beneficiary of this entire move is B.C. Johnson. I think B.C. Johnson's pretty good. I think he's a late-round pick again, but he, he fits the qualification of the one thing, and, and I talked about this a lot on Ventline today. We fall in love with guys who are fast and have God-given talent, right? Cordero Patterson, oh my gosh, look at the talent. Troy Williamson, look at the speed. B.C. Johnson can do the number one requirement, I think, that starts the success of a professional receiver. He is a precise, smart route runner. Yeah. And I can't stress enough, you can have, you can run a, a unbelievable 40, you can be the most chiseled guy on the face of the earth, you can catch as many passes from a jugs gun if you want, as you want, and Laquan Treadwell did. But what B.C. Johnson is, is he's smart and he can run routes precisely. And if you can't do that, a quarterback in the NFL can't throw to you. And I and I, I don't disagree with anything you just said, but I think I would, if I'm just looking at that top three list, the top tier of important weapons, I'm going Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and I agree with Irv Smith. And yeah. Irv Smith seems like the type of guy that has the potential to be a top five or six tight end. He's he's You watch that guy catch a pass and run with the ball compared to like Kyle Rudolph, who's got great hands, but... His level of speed and strength and athleticism. You saying Kyle's slow? Um, I'm saying. Are you saying the I'm saying Kyle timer? has tripped over a phone book or two in his day, and I love Kyle. And Kyle is a is a wonderful pass catching tight end, but <laughs> he ain't keeping up with Irv Smith in a in a forty yard dash. I like the phone book line. Uh, but if you had if you had a running back and a receiver and a tight end all operating, you know, f- fringe top five or or top five at their position, feeling more like fringe top ten. I think you're going to be in better shape than maybe it seems like on the surface losing Stefan Diggs. And then if a couple other guys can come along because, hey, they got a double team Adam Thielen here or there, they got to pay extra attention to Dalvin Cook, then that's how a guy like Tajay Sharp or BC Johnson gets 750 yards receiving this year. So. You guys really think one of those one of those guys who's already on this roster could step up and, and fill some of the void of Stefan Diggs? Some, Define some Some, of. not... Like you know, like a percentage. Like, like, do you think BC Johnson can take like sixty, seventy percent of of what Stephon Diggs did last year? I think that's high. I think it's got to be forty yeah. or so. Here, here's the problem: Thielen and Diggs scared you as a as a duo. Thielen alone doesn't scare you, and and as far as defenses thinking, okay, we, we have to account for for these guys now. I don't know that the Vikings have a guy who you're going to say along with. Thielen, outside of Cook, who's hurt too much for my liking, that they have to account for. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting puzzle that they have to put together here, and it it is an opportunity for a couple. I mean, there's some you know Chad Beebe has only caught like three passes, but gets hurt a lot. Too, he though. has flashed in training camp before. BC Johnson, I think, if he was your number three guy, you'd feel pretty good. So we will see. But gentlemen, the time has come here for our favorite segment of the week, or in some cases, the most dreaded segment. Of What's the, the week? accountability session going to be like? Just tell me. Not quite as meaty or disastrous as last week. Okay, good. But we will go through our predictions and hold each other accountable. Write that down on Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the other side of this. Score North and the Score North app. Listen and win with the free Score North mobile app. Prizes up for grabs this month include three equalizer wedges and a precision milled forged putter courtesy of Ben Hogan Golf Equipment Company and MLB The Show 20 on PS4 available at theshow.com, which now includes full minor league rosters. Just download the Score North app, register your app, and you could be a winner. 
It was a very good workout for my mouth and my mouth only. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Write this down. Most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd with Rami. This is the big leagues where we own our terrible predictions. Write this down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. Write it down. You like writing things down. It's Write That Down with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. With fancy new graphics, if you're watching the segment right now, on the live stream, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch, possibly YouTube later on demand, if we post it to YouTube as well, uh, write that down every single Wednesday at 5 o'clock on this show. And if you're wondering, how does write that down work? Oh, wow. We have a handy dandy oh, little chart there. Graphic. Wow, it shows you right there. It must how be it quantifiable. Works. We are Look upping the graphic game <laughs> Look on at this. Score North, Look Twitter, Facebook, this. and Twitch right now. Seth has a lot of a lot of time on his hands with isolation, doesn't he? You know what? You know what's funny? <laughs> you did this? I did this. Oh really? I assume this That's was right. social media Seth. No, social media Seth did the intro splash okay. graphic. All right. All so, right. so his is the best one of all these. The rest are just terrible chicken scratch. This looks like it was written on a cocktail napkin. (laughs) (laughs) Where were you at? Where were you at? Cub and like, give me a bunch of napkins. I need to write some stuff. Pretty much was, yeah. So how does this segment work? Three predictions from everybody on the show. We also invite a listener to the table every single week. And we have a full list, I think, through April. But if you want your chance to be part of Write That Down and make your three predictions, take your three swings, you can download the Score North app free for Apple and Android users. And you can enter and listener rewards for your chance to play. All of our predictions must be quantifiable, and we keep track of batting averages and home runs in this segment, gentlemen. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. And last week was just a complete emptying of the bag. We had 50 predictions come off the board because seasons were, people made specific predictions yeah. about certain things and seasons. Yeah, a lot and, of things came off the board last week, didn't they? It was pretty a lot rough. of things. Yeah, and, a lot of and, things. and Rami had the best week in what write that I? down history. Uh, you'll tell me in a minute what I'm batting now. Yeah. You don't need to the tell best me in now. write that down history. The best week in write that down. I mean, it's pretty close. He had like five Jonathan's winning week say, had to be the best of oh, all that's time. Fair. That's because fair. he completely I mean, gained the system. Week in a regular week of actual predictions, it was I historic. Mean, it won me the title, so it was it historic. Seems like an actual prediction you've never me. met three stupider people than Rami, Mackie, and Judd, and allowing Jonathan to get away with the highway <laughs> robbery. Which, by the way, you've <laughs> you got the it. bat. I and, do have the bat. He, oh, he's got the bat. Wait, you wait yes. until you wait until we're supposed to not be. Touching each other and exchanging items. Hand oh to yeah, hand there's a reason to, he did this to get the trophy. Yeah, like you didn't do Pretty it much. until now. Now you decide to do it. This is sabotage on Judd's part to win the title back this year. What, what do you He's mean? Gonna... Knock off Jonathan. <laughs> if Jonathan catches coronavirus from the broken down bat trophy that Judd won two seasons ago, that's that a curb. The did ultimate. You, did that's you sanitize it before you gave it to him, Judd? I washed my hands. But did you sanitize the bat? He washed his hands. Are you, that bat has no... There's no way to sanitize that bat, man. Know, you should man. see that bat. It, it was on a farm or something, right? I'm sanitizing Didn't everything, ma- dude. I brought, you, I, I brought you guys muffins today, the chocolate chip banana muffins I made what? on the uh, Mackie and Judd with Rami Happy Hour a couple oh, days thanks. ago. I, I, wiped the, yeah. I wiped down the container that I gave them to you guys did before I gave you the container full of muffins. So there's... I already ate one. There's one for both you guys. So come on in here. What'd you think? Write Mackie? this down. It was really good, dude. Good. 
It was really good. Good. Yeah, I love the, the chunks of chocolate. Write it down. You like writing things down. Mm. So here's the accountability session, all right? Rami and Jonathan each had nothing come off the board this week, so their batting averages stand pat. Judd, you had one thing come off the board. You said Cam Newton will not play another game for the Panthers, and I think the spirit of it was like this this season. Right. He didn't, if he comes back and like plays a game in five years, like this prediction was right. Yeah, he will he's not play another game playing. for the Panthers last year when he got hurt, and then uh, they would essentially release him, and that is yes! a correct prediction. Manny Hill. Manny said the Twins would trade for Noah Syndergaard this season with a package that includes Alex Kirilov. You don't think that's happening? Got to think that's, that off the board. You think that's going to be pretty tough? All right, because Noah Syndergaard is undergoing Tommy, Tommy John's now, man, left and right. Ah, my arm hurts a little bit. I'm not going to play this season. Let that whole staff, for Tommy John. That whole staff from a few years ago. It was Matt Harvey, Tommy John. Yeah, Noah Syndergaard, Tommy John. Jake Degrom had Tommy John, and then I think Stephen Matz and somebody else, like mm-hmm. five guys from that rotation. All needed Tommy John. Yep. Uh, and then Manny, on a day where Ross Brendel was filling in for Manny, doing a Manny Hill impression, made three predictions, and the third of which was the U.S. men's basketball team will not win gold at next year's Olympics. Wow. Phrasing matters. Oh, sorry. Yes! Phrasing matters, and therefore Ross is correct. They will not win gold at this year's Olympics. So uh, Manny gets a point right there. Now, I predicted at the time of Ross making his predictions for Manny that all three of Ross's predictions would be wrong. (laughs) And because he got that last one correct, then my prediction is wrong. I also said Cam Newton will throw at least 12 interceptions for the Bears next season. I mean, they just brought in Nick Foles. They got Mitch Trubisky. There'd be a winding path for Cam to wind up with the Bears and throw 12 picks. We'll make note of it if it happens. And listener predictions. We had two come off the board. Rob N. said Josh Donaldson will hit a home run in his first official at-bat at Target Field on April 2nd. Oh, he put the date in there? Yikes. Rookie mistake. Yeah, I'm really surprised you put the date in there. Rookie mistake. Okay. We call that the Judd Zolgad mistake that you have learned from. Yeah, now I'm very careful about how I word things. And Ryan L. predicted mm-hmm. A.J. Green will catch a touchdown pass from Tom Brady for the Patriots this year. That is highly unlikely to happen at this point now that Tom Brady is a Tampa Bay Buck. So here are the current statistics. Rami Makhlouf out to a wide batting average lead at 423 with one home run. Wow. Say J- it again. Say that again. What was that? We're good. Uh, John, what's the day? Hey, Jonathan, what's the day today? Uh, it is April or March. I don't know. Oh, a lot of time March left. March 25th. A lot of time left. He did this last year. Yeah, he where did. Where he bragged about his early lead. And then uh, where'd you end up last year, Rami? None of your business, what was Jonathan. That? Who was None the champ business. last year? That's a, you, you, get, you cheated. you silence. <laughs> cheated. Uh, Speaking of the reigning, defending, uh, batting champion here on Write That Down, Pretty solid start to the season. John Harrison batting 348, leading the home run race with two so far. Judd Zolgat holding steady at 321 with a home run. I am uh, almost 100 points behind Judd at 233 with one home run. Manny Hill, 167 with a home run. And listeners finally got their first couple hits last week. But that's it for the season. Listeners are batting 105 with one home Mm. run. Write it down. You like writing things down. And so there it is, gentlemen. That's your accountability session for this week. We make three predictions each, and we're going to welcome in a listener here. Uh, we're going to try and do this without dropping everybody. So I'm going to I'm going to try and go back and forth here, Jonathan, so I don't drop everybody. But 
Uh, Bryce, are you ready for your debut in Write That Down? What are you going to bring to the table today? I am ready, and I'm ready to go big. Wow. <laughs> are we talking three home run swings here? Big time. Nice. All right, Bryce is going to go for it all. So we're going to do the, the order like this. We'll have Bryce lead off, and then we'll go over to Jonathan, Manny, Judd, Rami, and me. And we'll do it three times. You guys ready? Let's go. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Bryce. Take your swing, buddy. The NFL has given us something to talk about the past few weeks, but we all know that championships are not won in March. We're going to go big out of the gate with a three-prediction parlay. Prediction one, Tom Brady and the Bucks will not make the playoffs. Prediction two, Kevin Stefanski will take the Browns to the playoffs. And the third, an NFL player will be caught with a Wizenator this season. Wow. Ooh. That's wow. a risky parlay. That's a very risky parlay, I must say. You realize you realize that if an NFL player is caught with a Wizenator and one of the other two things don't happen, then you actually lose this point. I'm there. All right. But I'm confident. I have inside inside knowledge here. Do they still <laughs> sell them? Do they still sell? Can, can you go online and get Let's a Wizenator these days? Hold on. Wizenator. I, I can either Where there's a will, or there's a way, Judd. Wizenator for sale on a work the device here. Answered. <laughs> <laughs> Wizenator.com. You it's don't not have to for look you. Oh, yeah. Wizenator. For for uh, actually, right there. there's a Wizenator.com and a Wizenator.net. Oh, which one seems more trustworthy to you? There's mm. also a real Wizenator. Is there a Wizen- .gov one? <laughs> there's a real Wizenator XXX.com that yeah, I'm going to avoid clicking on. Yeah, oh, no, we shouldn't do that one. Don't click on that. Amazing. Write this yes, down. Yes. Write it down. You like writing things down. Wizenator touch. You can get the Wizenator for less, guys. Just so. <laughs> Noted. All right. Good to know. Yep. Moving All right. On. Jonathan Harrison. Uh, the Vikings will trade for Trent Williams before the season starts. Like it. It feels somewhat likely at this point. Like, what are they? What other splash move are they? It feels like they've built this whole offseason to trade for Trent Williams. Like, a st- stockpiling draft picks. They've still got some money. They cleared some money out with Kirk Cousins, so we'll see. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Manny Hill via phone. You're up next. What's happening, fellas? What's happening, dude? What's up? <laughs> Cam Newton will throw at least 20 touchdown passes in the next NFL season, trying to protect myself here, for the Los Angeles Chargers. Ooh. Write it down. You like writing things down. Okay. I like the, the next NFL season because... Right. Who knows at this point? I had Cam to the Chargers as my first prediction. I have that too, you guys. I, it's it's my turn, right? I don't want to jump the gun here. I will one-up Manny and say Cam will be a Los Angeles Charger next season and lead that team to the playoffs. Whenever Write it down. You like writing things down. NFL season is played. All right. I need clarification here. Because you, cause you're using, the for, for a very injury-plagued quarterback, you're saying Cam Newton will lead the Chargers to the playoffs. Are you saying that Cam Newton will play for the Chargers and the Chargers will make the playoffs? Cam Newton will be the starter for at least nine wins for a Chargers playoff team the next time NFL okay. football is played. Because I don't want a backdoor point here where like Cam Newton plays three weeks, gets hurt, the backup comes in, brings him to the playoffs, and Rami gets a point here. All right. Does that do it? Does that yep. does that cover my bases? All right, yep. good. It quantifies cool. it. Nice. Right. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd Zolgad. The Major League Baseball season will open in July of this year. Baseball will be played, but it's going to take until July before we get the season underway. 
Would you guys take that? Let's say it was, hey, baseball season opens in July or door number two, and you don't know what's behind door number two. What do you mean? Like, what could possibly be behind, be behind door? Is a lion going to eat me? What's behind door number two? The, the, the baseball season doesn't start or a lion eats you. Any, <laughs> any number of things could be behind door number two. Give me baseball in any way, shape, or form. We were talking about this today on uh, Score North Live, which, by the way, weekdays, noon to two, it's me and a rotating cast of Score North personalities. You can listen to it anytime you want on the Score North app and at scorenorth.com. Wetmore and I were talking about some of the some of the possibilities that are being thrown out there for what a baseball season might look like, and Wetmore wanted to poke holes in in every potential plan, and I finally just said, "Dude, don't you just want baseball? Like, just in any in any pack, put it in any packaging whatsoever. Don't you just want baseball at this point? Just give me however you give it to me. Give me baseball as soon as possible. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, write this down. And if there's been news on this, correct me, but this this whole this whole big three basketball league reality show that we've been talking about, where they want to they want to take their league and turn it into a reality show in the next few months. The big three reality show will be derailed in some way by coronavirus. <laughs> it will either not happen at all or at some period because, during the filming. Specifically because of the coronavirus. It will be shut down because of the coronavirus. They haven't or it will never get off the ground. They haven't officially planned this yet. They might not do it at all for completely other reasons that we, we don't even know are in consideration right now. But you're saying we will find out that the big three yes. reality show slash tournament will be canceled or never even get off the ground because specifically of the coronavirus. That is correct. So right. if yeah. it's not done, do you not get the point then? So like, uh, if, like let's if, say in three months there's nothing, and there's if if there's nothing in three months, and there's no like press release or or tweet or report or something or ice cube right, sends out a deal, then dormant. then I would not get the point. That okay, is correct. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back to listener Bryce. Oh, sorry. It probably helps for me to actually pull him up on. Come the Come on, Bryce. What are All you right. doing? All right, listener Bryce, fire away. <laughs> Where are you, Bryce? <laughs> I'm I'm here. Uh, in a shortened MLB season, the Minnesota Twins will beat the Los Angeles Dodgers in seven games to win the World Series. I love it. <laughs> I love the specificity, too, because if that happens and they win in six, Bryce is wrong, and it's going to be hilarious. But As somebody who wants to win, I love the way that listeners play this game. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Big fan. Game seven at, write it down, at Dodger like Stadium or down? Target Field. That's keep the only question up, I've got. Bryce, uh, keep swinging for the Target fences. Field, 30 below. Twins win. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, back to you. Uh, the NFL draft will get pushed back from its original dates. Not saying when, just right. it won't happen in April. Ah, if, so if that happens, is it because of physicals? Like teams are just sort of freaking out about not being able to give physicals it to players? It sounds like some teams are, well, now all teams are kind of barred from their facilities, but some teams are just having difficulties finding ways to get together and discuss draft picks and who they'd want to take. Are they unaware of, like, Zoom and Apparently. Skype? I was gonna, We're literally I was doing say, it right I've, now. Yeah. Don't say the name of the site. If, I, if I can do it, they can do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, I, I hope that they keep it, honestly. I keep it. Give us something to be entertained by. If you delay the draft, you, are you going to delay it till July, August? Like, who knows what's going to happen in this country the next few months? Yeah. So, all right. Back to Manny Hill, prediction number two. All right, write this down, gentlemen. The Major League Baseball regular season in 2020 for each team will consist of exactly 100 games. All right, I like that one. If that happens, I think it's a home run because he's telling you the exact number of games yeah. that yep. would uh, that would take place. Yep. Write this down. All right, back over to Rami. 
Write this down, gentlemen, and I don't like predicting this, but this is about being right and racking up hits and upping that batting average, and so I'm going to say it. There will not be meaningful NBA basketball again this season. They might have one. I've heard Adam Silver talk about some kind of exhibition that they could put on somewhere just to, to, to be a distraction and a diversion from what's going on in the country. I heard Adam Silver talk about that. That's not what I mean. We won't have any regular season or actual NBA playoffs. I think the 2020 season is dead. Gosh, that would be I depressing. Know. I know. No, but I, I think know. you're right. Empty arenas in August. Like... I think basketball and hockey are done for the season. But if those sports are done... See, this is where, like, I, I don't want to speak for hockey because hockey season is actually longer. They start in October. I don't know. Like, I think they could lop 20 games off, but that's a whole discussion with owners. I think the NBA actually moving forward is at an advantage if they shift their league schedule to start in like January. Oh, if they did that. And then it ends in like August and they just get out of the NFL. Like, outside of January, they're just out of the NFL but business are, are altogether. Are they prepared to do that immediately? I mean that would be I, a I, huge. I think, I think so. Change for it. Like if you brought your season, if you brought your abbreviated playoffs back from, let's say from uh, early to mid July, and it goes all the way into like September, just for this year, and then you don't fire up your league schedule until January, and then you just do it again on the same timeline, and you run your playoffs in July and August, and you stay out of the NFL regular season. I think that could be the NBA is the second most popular sport and league in this country. So if they want to continue to grow and, and grow in the areas where the NFL isn't stomping all over the place, this actually could wind up being a good thing for them long term. I pitched an idea, an idea to Judd on uh, Score North Live last week. I won't do the plug again. It's too close from the last one. Um, that if you, can, if you can organize it, and actually I had this idea before we heard about the Big Three thing. If you could organize it, just a, I think a one-on-one NBA tournament, if you could just get like 20 NBA players and had a bracket-style tournament, one-on-one of some of the best NBA players who have tested negative for the coronavirus, and you can quarantine them all in one location, play all the games in one practice gym or whatever the case might be. I think, and I said this to Judd, he thinks I'm crazy, with as many people who are at home as are right now and desperate for sports, that thing would get Super Bowl ratings. I think it'd do well. I just don't think it gets. Super I think it would in, in this country, not internationally, but in this country, no, it would get. Super You're saying Bowl half of the population would watch yeah, a one-on-one basketball tournament? What else are we tournament? doing? Let's say the final is Giannis versus LeBron. Right, but a lot of people that Giannis don't... versus LeBron one-on-one for the finale. sports fans would watch, but a lot of people that don't care at all about sports watch the Super Bowl, and I don't think they would be tempted because they, they don't miss sports. Plus, you're underestimating the number of people that are watching Don't F with Cats on Netflix right now. All right? Is that good? There's a lot of options. I can't bring myself to I watch it. I can't watch it. it you have to watch it. This lion thing sounds weird, too. The lion thing's amazing. You're much, you're much better off with, with Tiger King. Don okay. watched that. It's she so said good. it's really weird. It's so good. Tiger King is next on my list. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd here. Continuing on the baseball theme, baseball will play play its double headers this season limiting them all to seven inning games apiece so, so, so it's going to play schedule double so they're going to have scheduled they're going to have a ton of them and ultimately because of time of game and because of wear and tear on players nine innings apiece would be too much so what they're going to play for this year only seven inning double headers in mass write it down you like writing things down all right write this down i'm going to go back to the nba thing here I'm gonna. It's, it's kind of a parlay. I'm gonna say the NBA season will pick up again, and the Lakers will win the championship. So the NBA season will pick up again. They will finish the season at some point, and the Lakers will win the championship. Write this down. Write that down. 
I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that then. All right, back to listener Bryce. Your final swing here on Write That Down. The Vikings offseason has not gone as planned. They know that. We know that. In fact, it looks eerily similar to the Minnesota Twins, where they were a few weeks into their offseason. But we need to maintain faith in Zimmer and Spielman, and here is a three-prediction parlay. Oh, I love it. Bryce did not come to mess around here. Thank you, Bryce. We appreciate this dearly. Yes. The Vikings will win the NFC North. The second... The Vikings will move Anthony Barr to defensive end where he will have at least 10 sacks. And most importantly, Anthony Barr will make Randy's stud stable at least five times next year. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Is Randy still going to be calling us? We got. We need to hear from Randy at we, some point. Randy and Cottage Grove, if you're okay? listening, I don't know, guys. With with as as little as there is to talk about in the sports world right now, I'm I'm up for a deep dive interview with Randy. Like, just let's just spend like a half hour with Randy and find out about well, find out about the man. You know, every year for five years on this show, he has attempted to give his full seven round NFL mock draft. And we just want, we wind up arguing with him and saying, just give us the Vikings picks and just speed through it. And he insists that it's an art form quote-unquote, and he needs to go through it the way that he needs to go through it, I mean, we might I just clear out the it. whole afternoon on Score North and put Randy and Cottage Gove on and give a seven-round mock draft. <laughs> He'd love that. I mean, it's great programming and an afternoon off, guys. Yeah. It's a win-win for everybody. <laughs> Bryce, any final words here? You took three mighty hacks at the plate. How do you feel? I feel good. I appreciate you all doing this, especially while we have no sports on. I live down in uh, Nashville, and I, I listen in when I can. But I appreciate you guys keeping it fun during this time, so keep it up. Right on, man. Bryce, thank you. Thank you. Taking Thanks, three mighty hacks in his predictions here. Jonathan Harrison, your final prediction of the week. My final prediction, I'm sticking Write this NFL down here. The NFL season won't start until November this year. <sighs> wow. Sorry. Oh. Sorry to be a buzzkill. Wow. I just don't see it happening. See, I think there is so much money in the TV contracts for the NFL that they would they would come back to ju- and just play in empty stadiums if they have to. I, I well, they still might. They just might have to wait till November. Oh, you think we wait till November and they play in empty stadiums and they play a full season? Who knows? Wow, <sighs> Manny Hill, your final prediction. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make this prediction because nobody else in the sports world is. Nobody else in the sports world has the guts to make this prediction because they're always scared of doubting the Patriots. But I'm going to go ahead and do it. The Buffalo Bills will win the AFC East in the next NFL season. All right. The rain comes to an end. Write this down. The Dolphins in 2011 are the only team, or 2008, right? The only team in like 20 years. That's right. In that division. So, all right, Manny, hang in there. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. good, boys. Manny Hill's predictions. All right. Rami Makhlouf. Write this down. We will get a 2020 Major League Baseball season in some way, shape, or form. And the Twins will win the AL Central whenever that indeed does happen. It's a prediction I was going to make today if we were playing baseball tomorrow. And just for a sense of normalcy, gentlemen, I'm going to throw it in there. Twins will win the AL Central, and there will be a Major League Baseball season in 2020. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Judd. Um, t- taking a page from Manny's book, but one-upping him a little bit, the Patriots will not even make the playoffs in 2020. The New England Patriots will not be a playoff team in the coming season. They're yeah, going it, to it, miss entirely. They look more like a tanking team than a, than a playoff team right now. 
They've either got a master tanking plan or they just don't have a plan, which for a Belichick-led team would be bizarre. But they are right now as close to being a mess as you can be. You know what the next step would they're be? They're tanking it, for Trevor, aren't they? If they're tanking for Trevor, the next here's the next genius step. If they are, can I give you? I have a, I have two. Can I give you just an impromptu? Write that down here too. All right, sure. you guys tell me. I do have one that I want to end the the, the segment with, but right. but write this down. Bill Belichick will step away or step down. But I'm going to say step step away or step down. The spirit of it is step away for health reasons at some point in 2020. Wow. So, because if they're tanking, wouldn't it make sense for Bill Belichick to oh. Uh, oh, spend so mean, time with family. You don't mean uh, permanent. You don't mean permanent. You mean no. Just like you think he's he's just, gonna the, just go away for a couple months. Take some downtime. You think he'll use the health uh, a health problem as the excuse? Yes. I, well, I'm, I'm. I don't necessarily think that 100. percent But I'm going to predict it and write that down here. It's a safe haven to make predictions like. Write that. this down. And uh, final prediction of the week here. Rami has, has, in his life, wound up in some unfortunate circumstances because people either think that he is, uh, like, billionaire mogul Rami or just the fact that, you know, Rami Makhlouf is, in the eyes of some people, a suspicious-sounding name. Sure. Right? Yeah. R- write this down. <laughs> wow. Write this down. Where is this right? going? I don't know. At some point, I'll say at some point in the next month. He gets right? arrested? So b- between, now and, between now and the end of April, to make it easy for the prediction, okay? Yeah. Rami will be frisked or in some way pulled over by a police officer during the stay-at-home order here <laughs> in Minnesota. By a police officer. <laughs> by, a, by a police officer, yes. Wow! I, you know what? That's that's probably that's smart money. There's probably smart money on that, Judd. <laughs> Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. And if Not it happens, make sure, you, make, sure you're roll, make sure you're rolling on it for, for content purposes. For sure. Right? <laughs> for content so the last, purposes, the last two predictions from Mackey were <laughs> Rami's basically going to be accosted by a cop and Bill Belichick's going to use health as an excuse to not coach a few games for the Patriots. That is correct. This got aggressive. This has been, Write this down. Well, the Bill uh-huh. Belichick one, that's a standard play in coaches' playbooks, right? Like, Urban Meyer Urban. does it every time he wants a new job. Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> heart and well, family. And that... Uh, or he might need to step away and doesn't want to tell you why he needs to step away. Right. There you know could what? be other reasons. I, if I saw me driving around during his day, you at pull home, yourself I'd over? probably pull me over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking I'd pull me over. What's this guy doing out? Boy, I need suspicious. to stay home. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mackie and Jub with Rami on Score North and the Score North app. We'll wrap with Roycey in just a minute here. And uh, that's the segment. If you're new to it, every Wednesday at 5 o'clock, we make predictions and hold each other accountable here on Score North. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is here to help business owners. Federated has been around in the state of Minnesota for over 100 years, based in Owatonna. And uh, Federated is all about standing behind business owners and just making sure that you get what you need, whether it's a custom playbook of specialty insurance products or whether it's uh, risk management tools that maybe help when it comes to filing a claim or something similar. Uh, Also, Federated is very charitable. They have raised tens of millions of dollars for Big Brothers Big Sisters over the past 15 years, and their charitable work is uh, is honored on a regular basis. But uh, the cool thing about Federated is 100% of the money that they raise goes to Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and you can't always say that when it comes to to fundraising. You can stop by federatedinsurance.com to find out more about Federated and to find a full list of industries Federated protects. Federated Insurance. 
It's their business to protect yours. Jonathan here with the Score North download. During the coronavirus outbreak, the need remains high for our local Ronald McDonald House as they work tirelessly to provide food, shelter, and a wide array of support services to families with seriously ill or injured children at their Twin Cities locations. Your contribution of any amount enables the Ronald McDonald House to continue to provide critical services to families dealing with a child's health crisis. Those services include overnight accommodations, complimentary meals, fully stocked pantries, laundry, and more. Thanks to Luis Arise and the Minnesota Twins, one lucky person who makes a donation of any amount will receive a signed Luis Arise Minnesota Twins jersey. To donate, please visit scorenorth.com, keyword donate. That's been your Score North download. Now back to Mackie and Judd with Rami. Thank you, Jonathan. We'll wrap with Royce here in just a few minutes. And as the governor of Minnesota, Tim Walls, stated in a press conference three and a half hours ago or so, we are in a stay-at-home order starting late Friday night in Minnesota. And I know that Score North Twitter, and you, honestly, just go to Tim Wall's Twitter account. We're, 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 we're retweeting anything and everything that is informational, but uh, the governor's Twitter account has everything you would need to know in infographics of uh, which businesses are still open, what does it mean for workers, what does it mean for travel, etc. Just go to the governor's Twitter account. Before we wrap with Ricey here, boys, Earlier today on Golik and Wingo, Adam Schefter, the godfather of football scoops, he uh, he brought up an idea for the NFL draft. How about having one round of the draft on every night? So we have seven nights, seven rounds. Basically, it's the Hanukkah of NFL drafts. That's what you're talking about in time. And there's no rush to get through anything. It gives teams on the clock more time. It's not like coaches have to have players in mini camps. Next week, they don't. There are no mini camps. There's no off-season program. There's no other sporting events on the calendar. Have the draft occur one round per night for one straight week. And every round would be a big deal that week. Are you in? or out on seven days, seven rounds of NFL draft? I'm good, dog. Nah. You're out? Yeah, I'm out. Why? What do you mean, why? Dog, I like how we called you dog. <laughs> that was awesome. Wait a second, <laughs> wait day. a second, wait a second. Is that you, dog, D-A-W-G? You, yes. just proposed, you just proposed a meaningless one-on-one NBA tournament. Yeah, wow. between the best players half the, on earth. That in your mind, yeah. half the country would watch. Yeah. And you are instantaneously out yes, because on those a seven-round draft. Those are people who, those are players who people actually recognize. They know their names. What am I sitting down and watching Ryan? Round five of the NFL draft for in a world where Netflix exists to watch Seriously, to, wa- to watch Mel Kiper on day seven of no bathroom breaks. That's what you're tuning in to watch. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'll watch Tiger King a second time through Ugh. rather than you know what? I'm probably out after night two, three tops. No, man. No, I'm not watching the NFL draft. For I mean, listen, the Vikings nights. have 12 picks. They might get more if they trade Anthony Harris. Yeah, the no, Vikings I got, got Twitter. 14 picks. I got Twitter. I can read the guy's name and check out his highlight reel and his scouting report. I'm good, man. Uh-huh. I'm good. Joe, where are you at with this? Seven rounds, seven, seven nights, nights. baby. Prime time? No, because I'm not going to watch past the first or second round. So okay. so I, I'm all for the standalone first round, which I think is great fun. I might be for a second and third round, but once you get past that, then you can just, unless you add some type of game to it and make it some type of, um, I don't know, competition, like 10 seconds per pick or, or else that pick's gone or something. 
Like if you if, that, if, might if it little, became, that might hit a little too close to home for Vikings fans. It might, <laughs> but if it became incredibly aggressive, but I need something because in by the fourth round you're taking guys. I have no idea, <laughs> and I don't care, and I like sports. All right, well, I'm I'm in for it. I will admit, I would not be. Gl- I would be glued to the first round, and I would be glued to the second round. Third round, I'm going to probably duck in and out and watch four, five, six, seven. Yep. I'm definitely like checking in, but I'm not glued. So I'll give you guys. But can that. you imagine the seventh round? And coming up tonight on every sports network possible, the seventh <laughs> round of the NFL draft. Yeah, who's doing that, man? Who's doing that? Is he bad or does he just plain suck? Mm. Round seven. Brought to you by nobody because we couldn't find a sponsor <laughs> in these tough times. Unsponsored. <laughs> Unwanted. Brought to you by that toilet paper you really don't want, but it's the last one on the shelf. Could you spare any? <laughs> I got nothing left. Really want to go. No, I'm good. All right, you guys proved your point. You guys proved your point. And now round eight. You didn't even know it existed, but we're doing it. Back for day seven of Mel and Todd screaming at each other over random seventh round draft picks. Listen, well, the NFL scrapping for ways to, you know, wring out the rag and try and entertain people. So we are adding segments to our show as well. And Rami has added some segments to Score North Live noon to two. In fact, we debuted uh, Sports Dad stories today. Where yeah. Judd, what, what was your Sports Dad story? Judd literally today? sits by a fire. We have a fire crack. It's a nice fireplace. And Judd it. sits by the fire. You gather around, cross legged, nice, comfy blankie, and take in Sports Dad Shawl stories. Shawl on. Mm-hmm. Shawl yeah. over my shoulders. It was yeah. very nice. Pipe violating all types of indoor rules. What was the story that you told? Oh, the, um, just give us the synopsis, and then people can go find it. I saw the so when when I got here to do vent line today, game six of the nineteen ninety one Stanley Cup Finals was on between the Penguins and the North Stars, and I recalled how I actually went to that game, and in fact, I was scheduled to work that night at the Star Tribune, and there, and I paid a, a co worker of mine to take my shift, so I actually paid to go to that game. North Stars lost eight rip. You can hear the rest. Yeah. Uh, you can hear the rest on demand anywhere you find podcasts. Yes, Corner you can. Live. But we are going to unveil various segments on our show throughout the coming weeks here on Mackie and Jeb with Rami. And one of them on Friday, and we're going to do this every week until we run out of good suggestions or until we uh, get back to live sports. And maybe we'll keep it as a monthly segment. But starting this Friday, Mackie and Jeb with Rami's Action Movie Rewind. I gotta watch this one. And Blood Sports. Oh, you haven't seen this, Jeb? Blood Sports, the first movie out of the gate. I watched the final fight scene on YouTube yesterday, and let me tell you right now, I've got some thoughts. Okay. Mm. Well, right. watch watch the whole thing. In particular, I don't want to spoil the whole thing, because we're gonna we're gonna do this on Friday. And we are taking suggestions. Uh, the first fifteen minutes of the movie are just a glorious train wreck. So we need your thoughts on the first 15 minutes of the movie. I hope Seagal, so I hope Seagal and Hard to Kill is close on the list. Well, here's the list. We started doing this on one of our Mackie and Jeb with Rami quarantine happy hours the other night. I'll take you to the bank, Senator. The, <laughs> the blood, blood bank. bank. But this is this is the list we have going right now. Take that to the bank. Bloodsport, Con Air, Roadhouse, Speed, Roadhouse. Air Force One. Get off my plane. The Rock, Face Off, True Lies, Kickboxer, Point Break, Hard to Kill point is break. the list right now. Point die, Break die and Hard to Kill have die to be Die Hard closer. isn't on the list? How is Die Hard uh, not on the list? Die Hard, well, we had Die Hard 2 on the list. 
Die Hard is too iconic. You're like, saying- like everyone's Die Hard's everyone's seen it. It's like I think I think we have to shave off like the top the top layer of action movies that are just Die Hard has become a phenomenon. We don't need to review. I would Die like Hard. to see us get to Hard to Kill and Point Break. As soon as possible, because really, I love those movies. Yeah. And listen, like you guys can call me if I'm outvoted. I'm outvoted on this. I, heard, no, I think no. we should move Point Break up the list. Well, that wasn't a list in okay. order. It oh, was just a list. Yeah. We can move Point Break up the list. Die Hard. I, I think one of us should should pick a movie off the list every week. I think that's how this should work. Go around the horn. Everybody pick a movie. Like pick one and, and remove it from the list. No, no, no. Everybody just pick which movie we're going to watch for the week. So I picked Bloodsport this week. Right. So we'll pick one for next week. Okay. And then, uh, well, so Judd is picking Point Break. It looks like for his next choice. Hard to kill though, man. It's so tough right Ra- now. Rami, well, we've what? We've got a couple days. You can. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll do it on Friday. Yeah. We'll do it on Friday. <laughs> we can ask Roycey what he would pick. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Pat, what's your favorite corny action movie? I just saw one the other day, Haywire with uh, Gina Corona. Okay. Uh, it's a Soderbergh movie from 2011. I'd never heard of it. It's pretty good. Hey, uh, she's uh, she's kicking arse and she's almost getting naked. So oh, the UFC good. fighter Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Ah, yeah. yes. Good. It's mm-hmm. Hayway. and Soderbergh directed it, so it's not it's not as bad as most of them. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. I usually don't, you know. <laughs> With this uh, isolation we got going, I'm watching some stuff I would never consider because you need something to get through the night. Uh, Spencer Confidential I watched. Boy, did that stink. Uh, Matt Damon <laughs> just trying to redo the TV character. and uh, But the, the the comedian who plays his girlfriend is pretty funny. Beyond that, it, it pretty well sucked. So. <laughs> But that's another action movie. And the best action movie was I watched the other night. I think I told you that. Bullet is, is floating around, and that, that Steve McQueen movie is fantastic. Greatest car chase ever when you consider Steve McQueen did his own driving in there with wow. no trick. Really? With no trick driver, yeah. Yeah, I saw that clip wow. uh, circulating around Twitter yesterday or the day before because it was Steve McQueen's birthday, and people were uh, retweeting that video of him doing all his own stunt driving. It's amazing. And Rami, even without the uh, you know without the benefit of modern technology, when they're when they're a few of the rises they're making on the hills when they're chasing and run running around in San Francisco gets you a little sick to your stomach. It's pretty good. The, the cameras are showing that uh, you know they went down that famous whatever that street, Columbia Columbia Colombo Street or whatever it is in San Francisco that goes down the hill. And uh, go straight down the hill, and you can see Alcatraz, and it's uh, it's 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 good. It's a great movie. Did you find your one hundred dollars? No, not yet. But uh, here's so what the happened? Problem. Tell here's the story. The big problem. Yeah. Uh, I think I gave it to the lady upstairs, but she denies this. And being an invalid with her broken ankle, I can't really confront her on that. I just have to take her word for it. So. It's um, I'm kind of been a I, I have to take responsibility for myself here. You, are you saying that she may have spent it or that no, she misplaced it? No, I think it? I said here this this is for. I don't think my granddaughter is listening. She she always gives them like when the when she turned nine, she gave her ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, but made her count it out right. So now she's turning eleven, so it's going to be a hundred eleven ones. Make her uh, make her. Uh, count them out, but we're missing the first hundred. 
I don't have any idea where I throw it, but I thought I put it upstairs and said, here, let's put this here so we don't lose it. And now it's floating around somewhere. Now, of course, being stupid and naive and having not been to a strip joint in like 25 years, everybody's making jokes about I needed the hundreds for them to go. They're telling me that all the strip joints are are, 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 uh, are shut down so I don't have to... Uh, so I don't need the the hundred one. Yeah, strip joints got to be high risk at a time. Well, like the other fast. thing it's is, tough to social it, distance it, and still yeah. get your money's worth. It, yeah. it, it, let's say when they get back on their feet, so to speak, uh, <laughs> the you can't get away with a buck anymore, can you? Sure, I mean, yeah. No, you got to put a five in their britches now, don't you? You can't go a one, for God's sake. No, I think it's still singles. I think singles are still. Oh, no, you got to do at least a five. You put them on the edge of the stage. I'm pretty sure singles are still the. uh, Now, maybe maybe more singles, maybe more frequent visits to the stage, but I think singles are still the common denomination. Really? From what I understand. Well, somebody will find that. Maybe somebody will find that in the the junkyard at 100 and have themselves a good old time. But uh, here's I, but it, it, the, some of this stuff in these in these lonesome times gives me deep thoughts, and I was thinking they now they closed down the gentlemen's clubs, obviously. But what if they hadn't? But the girls could say, "No, I yes, we're going to charge you a hundred dollars for the lap dance, but I have to say six feet away." <laughs> you could. You know, it would, that would be the greatest time of their life, right? They could get the money for the lap dance, but they'd have to stay six feet away from you. It There's probably fantastic. a lot of guys that would uh, that would that would pay half price on. <laughs> I'd that. negotiate. I'd be like, eh, be let's say thirty. Enough, yeah, let's say thirty. Knock off ten dollars <laughs> for every foot that you have to stay away from me. Six. six these, this would be the greatest thing that ever happened to the girls. They wouldn't have to sit on some idiot's lap. So, anyway. Hey, you may have revolutionized the business here, okay? I think yes, people taking notes yeah. right now. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. honey, yes. give me that notepad. I got some ideas How here. How about the vu? It says deja vu. We've reopened. We practice social distancing. <laughs> 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 it would be great. I think that would be great for the ladies. That's That would be for sure. That would be yeah. so. So, uh, boy, this cat thing is, uh, that was a shocker this morning when I uh, yeah. saw that. I hope, I hope, you know, mom's a sharp gal, just like dad and, uh, Carl Anthony and, uh, and, uh, and the parents were, when they, remember when they came for that introductory press conference, very impressive people. So not that it makes any, you know, difference with this thing, but man alive, that's a kick in the shins. Yeah, and uh, and for the the Timberwolves just sent out a press release and just just basically saying, hey, you know, whatever we can do to help. But for people who are just listening now, Carl Anthony Towns sent out an Instagram message about midnight last night that his mom has pretty severe uh, coronavirus and that she is, I believe, I believe on a ventilator. Yes, yeah. Which is they said they put her in an induced coma. He yeah. said to uh, make that maybe maybe that makes the breathing easier. I don't I don't know what it is, but. Uh, she can't be that old, right? Sixty, maybe max. That's what I was thinking. I yeah, think, yeah, I think I read sixty-one in yeah. one of the articles I read this morning. Yeah. Wow, this is uh, this is uh, this is weird, man. It seems uh, it seems awful random, but maybe it's not. I don't know. Pat, what is the thing? Two weeks ago, the NBA hadn't shut down yet. No. So what? It, what with how fast all of this has escalated in the last two weeks? What is the thing that has surprised you the most? Uh, that there's really no 
way they can tell us whether we're going to get it or not. That there's really no, you know, there's really nothing that they can do to tell us we're not going to get it. I think with some of the with some of the prominent people, you know, Prince Charles, I would think that the people around him take some precautions, right? I don't know if he's out shaking hands or what, but uh, I think that uh, it's it, it, the, the random, what seems to be the random nature of it. I, 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 I don't know, but uh, that's, I guess, what surprises me. And that uh, nobody has a hint what to do about it as far as, okay, what what beyond saving your life when you get it, there's nobody who can address it ahead of time. There's nothing that can be done to address it ahead of time, I guess. So it's and I and I guess the, the what what is my biggest shock? I said this a couple of days ago that the movies are true. That like we were talking about Contagion as a documentary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the, the idea that you watch all these end of the earth movies and you don't pay any attention to them, and now we're living one. It's incredible. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't turn into I Am Legend like we were talking about yesterday. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's right. That, that's the Will Smith one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's, what's that animal that's running around the street that you want to stay away from? It's like a zombie dog type of thing. A movie that I thought was a fantastic horror movie uh, in the last couple of years, The Quiet Place. I haven't seen it. So oh. good. Because if you make a sound, these creatures are going to come in and eat you. They just, uh, I don't know if it came out or if There's they... another one coming out, right? Yeah, I think yeah. they might have pushed back the release date because, you know, things. Yes, yeah. yes, but yeah. uh, it was, you know, I'm not much for those, but it was getting good ratings and stuff, and uh, I thought it was uh, really, it was one of those that they didn't get you to jump with because of gore or anything like they they just you know that just they they set up the scene so that there was so much silence in it than any you know everybody it was uh i thought it was really well done i'm not much for horror movies but i thought that one was really well done yeah quiet place if you watch it on mute is not nearly as intense or scary <laughs> no, no, no. yeah but the uh the the noises when they occur do uh do startle you? That's for sure. Yeah. I thought I thought that one was really well done. I'm not, again, I'm not a lot for uh, action movies, but uh, you know, I enjoyed that Haywire. So good recommendation. You know. What's it, what's her pronunciation? Uh, what's the pronunciation of her? Gina uh, Carano. Carano, Car- something yes, like that. That is correct. Yeah. Yep. Pat, we got. She, we, she would kick your ass, buddy. <laughs> There's a lot of women that would kick, sure. kick our yeah, asses. Absolutely, uh, Pat. We got to go, but happy opening day to you tomorrow. Yes, um, hey, I wrote a column about the '61 uh, opener, the greatest opener in Twins history. Pete Ramos shuts out the Yankees, and we announce to the Yankees right there. Look out, baby! Here we come. Years <laughs> right. of dominance. See you, right, yeah. Pat. That's uh, Patrick Royce. All right, Mackie and Joe with Rami, and tomorrow on Score North, it's still opening day to us. Damn it. Starting at 11 o'clock on Score Are we doing happy hour tonight, boys? We we might fire that up. All right. Right now, it's time to talk to Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, where you always get straight talk. Not sure coded advice. You can get that straight talk by calling Josh direct. His number, 952-925-5608. Or you can listen to Josh right now with the Market Minute. Good afternoon, Josh. Market started up 250 points, moved up throughout the day to a high of 1,300, sold off on the day, as concerns came on the passage of the stimulus bill, which eventually 
will get done later later this week. Many stocks have been been very strong, particularly those that have sold off the most, and some of those we like a lot, particularly those in the real estate area and real estate investment trusts. This is one of the times where you can are able to purchase, we'll say, crown jewels, whether it's in real estate or in technology, at some seriously discounted prices. And we do like some of the, the crown jewels. Now is the time not to be sellers. As a matter of fact, many of my clients have been adding money to their portfolios and and wanting to take advantage of some of the, the bargains that are are coming around. The world right now is very cheap in terms of of the stock markets, though the though the stock market could go down ten percent or a little bit more before we have have an upturn. But this is a very attractive entry point for the next cycle. Some of the winners going forward will be a little different. Some will be the same, but now is the time to get your portfolio positions to take advantage of the next move up, particularly if you are just an index investor. And if you're an index investor, your portfolio is 20 to 30 percent in um, in financials, and the financials have not been performing well and probably won't for a period of time. Another portion of that index is in energy, and oil is down. Oil stocks, in, in our view, are uninvestable, so that will affect a good portion of any index portfolio. Now is the time to repossession, repossess into certain sectors of the market, which could well outperform uh, going forward. So we'll talk about that and more in the weeks ahead. Perfect, Give me Josh. A call. Thank you. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.